Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. What's up? What's up, Delora? How are you? I'm too classy for this world, but if I'm that girl. <laughs> Sorry, I have residual disco glitter on me. <laughs> Coming back fresh <laughs> from your travels and seeing the Beyonce Giselle Knowles. How was your trip? It was a fantastic trip. Shout out to my traveling partner, Tony Lipsy of TL Yarn Crafts. <laughs> we had a blast. We took the train. I, it was my first train ride, and um, we were in Chicago, South Loop. We had some good food. We met some cool people. We danced. We drank. We were merry. <laughs> what was your favorite food? Oh, that's a great question. So we went to this Italian restaurant and got, I think it's called like an arancini or something like that. It's like a fried rice ball. And I had never had one before and Tony had, and um, it was quite tasty. It was like crispy on the outside, but nice and chewy on the inside with some cheese and meat and veggies served with like some marinara sauce. That was pretty tasty. And then also my favorite food of all time is breakfast food. So we went to this one restaurant called Yoke and um, it was a nice breakfast there as well. So Ashley, how about you? You were out here traveling the world in Ayaya. Where did you yeah. go and how was it? I went to LA, my favorite city in these United States that I've had the pleasure of visiting. Um, and it was great. I mean, the last time I went, I hadn't been since I was a kid. So it was like, oh, I'm still trying to do some touristy stuff. I went and did the Warner Brothers tour. I went back to Walk of Fame and all that stuff, you know, just or the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame to be specific because Dayton has one as well. Shout out to Dayton. And... It's Cincinnati now. They have okay. a music Walk of Fame or something like that now. Very nice. But yeah, I this time just wanted to get like the local life. So I uh, shout out to my girl, Teresa, who's been on the pod, our very first in conversation. I got a chance to hey, hang girl. out with her and some of her friends. They did a pool party to celebrate one of their birthdays. So that was fun. And then I actually got to hang out with an upcoming in conversation guest. We'll have Nicole. Yay. And Nicole took me to Soho House, the one in downtown LA, which was dope. Very Fancy. nice. We had a very good brunch. Um, and then we went to a beach party, which was fun as well. It was... um. You know, it was just like getting a chance to see how the locals live and getting that yeah. vibe and hard sale on everybody trying to tell me I need to move out to L.A. So I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> I've always said that I'm an L.A. girl if I had to choose a coast and I've always wanted to. It's just, man, the traffic is still something. The traffic, the cost of cost living, of living. Exactly. all of those factors. So, but I was like, you know what? It's it's back in my mind at least. I'm giving it consideration. But it was a great time. I mean, I always love going 
ended up ended uh, my last night at Grandmaster Recordings, which they have a really nice like rooftop bar. Um, nice. But they also have like a nice downstairs. They have really good food. By the time we got there, the kitchen was closed. So I didn't get a chance to eat anything. So I have to go back. But it used to be a former like recording studio back in like the 70s. So it has like that history. And, you know, yeah. it's just dope. It was just dope. So overall, it was a good time. Good time. Appreciate yet another steak dinner from Teresa because she knows how to throw down some steak. Okay. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, live my best life for for a few days. So now I'm on the countdown for Beyonce as well and can't wait. I'll be heading back to Miami. So Yay. looking forward to more travels, more local. So I won't have to be doing this whole getting on a plane, taking Jeremine, because that Jeremine is hitting me hitting my ass hard right now, but it's going to be a good time. I have no doubt, but I'm glad Chicago was great. Chicago is such a great food city. Like I always yeah. have such good food when I go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Glad you had a good time. We out here. I'm glad streets. you had a great time. And you know, the two people you mentioned are former Midwesterners. So Absolutely. if they can do it, you can do it too, Ashley, if that's something you really want to do. Absolutely. No doubt I can. It's just a matter of do I want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. once you reach a certain level of comfort in life and all that, the prospects are different. So, and I'm very <laughs> thankful. Very thankful. Yes. And I, I loved everyone I got a chance to meet. It was a, it was a great vibe. So um, let's move into our headlines and hot topics for this week, guys. Welcome back to the podcast and welcome any first time listeners. We appreciate you. Delora, got to start with some RIPs in the singing space. We have Tony Bennett and Sinead O'Connor who have passed away. Tony Bennett passed away last Friday and Sinead O'Connor was breaking news, just passed away the day that we are recording. So for those who are not familiar, Tony Bennett, classic singer, American singer, Big hits such as I Left My Heart in San Francisco, has some big collabs with Lady Gaga later on within the last few years. He passed away at the sweet old age of 96, just two weeks short of his birthday. He died in his hometown of New York. There were there was no specific cause of death listed, but he had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's back in yes. 2016. I'm referencing an article from the Associated Press, and they labeled him as the last of the great saloon singers of the mid-20th century. Yes, absolutely. And he's, uh, he has often said that his lifelong ambition was to create a hit catalog rather than hit records. He released more than 70 albums, won 19 wow. competitive Grammys, all but two after he reached his 60s. And the AP notes that he enjoyed deep, and lasting affection from fans and fellow artists. So people, I didn't realize until I saw this article, had information about Gaga and this tattoo that she has on her arm Mm -hmm. of a trumpet that he sketched. And so she got that tattoo as well as his name underneath it to mark their time together. Now, again, that's Mm -hmm. what I most recognize Tony Bennett for now is these collabs, but he's been around forever. So what were your thoughts when you heard he had passed, Laura? I was saddened by the news. Tony has always been a fixture of pop culture in our lives. As you mentioned, him being an American singer, um, I'm looking at NPR here. They refer to him as the king of American songbook, which I love because he sang all the classics. 
I knew him before Gaga, but I'm sure Gaga helped bring him to a newer, you know, younger generation. But his collabs are something that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, obviously Gaga, but he's done um, some collaborations with Amy Winehouse, which mm-hmm. was very beautiful. Diane Carroll, John Legend. You know, I I really appreciate how dedicated he was to his craft. I mean, till the very end, like just that level of dedication, you just don't see that anymore. That's one of the things that was extremely inspiring for me whenever I saw him perform. Again, saddened by this news and definitely praying for his family and friends during this time. Mm. Well said, Laura. I wanted to end on a quote from Frank Sinatra back in a 1965 Life magazine interview. Sinatra said, for my money, Tony Bennett is the best singer in the business he excites me when I watch him he moves me he's the singer who gets across what the composer has in mind and probably a little more strong words from Frank Sinatra with they call him blue eyes yes yep rest in peace Tony Bennett mm-hmm. all right Delora let's move on to Sinead O'Connor this one was Uh, Fairly shocking. Sinead O'Connor was only 56 years old. Yes. The Irish singer passed away. And in a statement from the singer's family, they said it is with great sadness that we announced the passing of our beloved Sinead. Her family and friends are devastated and have requested privacy at this very difficult time. A cause of death was not given. Um, They listed this article from NBC News that You know, she courted controversy throughout her career after she rose to fame with her 1990 rendition of the Prince song, Nothing Compares to You. Um, But her death, unfortunately, comes after the suicide last year of her 17-year-old son, Shane. Mm. Um, And she was hospitalized after he was, um, after he passed. Um, Sinead had a lengthy career. She released 10 studio albums. She was born um, in Dublin. And as I said, she poured some controversy for her activism. She boycotted the Grammys back in 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also famously tore up a photo of Pope John Paul II uh, in 1992 um, on SNL. So major. <laughs> yeah, she was protesting child sexual abuse in the Catholic yep. Church. Yep. So, I mean, she she definitely made her mark. But what did you think when you heard the news of her passing, Delora? Again, completely shocked. 56 years old. And I remember when her son passed away last year, I immediately thought about her legacy. And for me, 1992, SNL, her ripping up that picture and how I think to this day, I don't think there's footage available of that because of the uproar uh, that caused, you know, I feel Sinead was a rare breed, like of woman, especially in the 90s, who was just like kicking ass and taking names. And she was definitely, I'm thinking like Atlanta's more sad. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think of her and women just speaking out against patriarchy and not being ashamed and just being fearless. I, those are the words that come to mind when I think of her. And I know these past few years have been difficult 
for her. This is just really, really sad, Ashley. Yeah, same. Hopefully she is at peace and her family will find peace um, throughout all of this. Again, not having a cause of death always makes me think certain thoughts, um, but I won't yeah. speculate on anything until it's confirmed, but definitely hoping yeah. that she uh, rests in peace. So absolutely. All right. And other singer news, Laura, for our next headline, we have Tori Kelly, one of my absolute faves. This news that she had been rushed to Cedar sinai in Los Angeles after she basically passed out at a restaurant in downtown L.A., shocked me when I first read it. Um, her husband in the day since has released a statement and basically said that she's smiling again and feeling stronger. She's not fully out of the woods, but we see the sun just waiting on a few more answers. Um, basically, it was blood clots that were discovered in her legs and in her lungs. Yes. So not sure if she had had any health problems leading up to this but this was definitely scary we've seen other celebs you know in the last few years deal with blood clot issues even serena williams always think about um having to deal with so just always scary never know necessarily what that means and what health conditions that may you know indicate but i'm definitely glad to hear that she's doing better and feeling better um i know a lot of people had a lot of positive things to say when um the news came out just given her relationship, you know, with God and being very spiritual and putting that often at the forefront, in her music and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I definitely think that she was and her family were probably leaning, leaning heavily into their faith um, during this journey. But, you know, Tori's only 30 years old and it was definitely concerning. What were your thoughts? Now my baby girl, <laughs> Tori Kelly terrifying Ashley I was like oh no in the legs and the lungs that is serious so serious and it doesn't help that in the same span of time we hear about Jasmine Sullivan losing her mom and then you hear about Bronny fainting at practice over a cardiac arrest so I'm just like yo what is going on here you know what I mean especially with her and Bronny they're young yeah, Bronny, some... Bronny got me. I'm like, especially when I read that they're saying that cardiac arrest is very common in like male athletes and all this and that. Yes. Like, what is there no looking into why that would continue to be the case? It is important and imperative to be mindful and to monitor your heart for, especially for male athletes, because another thing that could happen is an enlarged heart. That's also something to take into consideration. But yeah, it was, it was difficult. (laughs) It was difficult to hear this news. And I was very happy to see uh, the note from her husband. Like he didn't have to, but it really, I I appreciate it being a fan of hers. um, Hoping that she's going to be okay. Yeah. I was, we were out in LA when this news came out and I was like, as a fan, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel and what I'm supposed to do. Like, should I go? like stand outside the hospital for a minute you know what I'm saying like I don't know how to react given that it's it felt so close at that moment I was like I feel like I'm about to shed a tear like I love 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 Tori Kelly yeah so I, I need her to be okay like it's been a while since um 
you know, I've felt that deeply about something happening to to an artist and I just need to already be okay. That's that's really all I have to say. <laughs> also, after, you know, just getting notice about Jamie Foxx, he just did a video recently after mm-hmm. the ongoing- People suspecting it's AI, but I think he's okay. Girl. <sighs> yeah. We do have aliens though. You do know that now. I'm trying to ignore that information. <laughs> I was watching like CBS or NBC when I got home and I'm, I saw it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to let that breathe. I'm not. First of all, the fact I'm that nobody's in. like losing their sugar, honey, iced tea right now. It's like <laughs> this man under oath said there are non-human biological i forgot what the proper term was entities found there's nothing i can do about that right now i think that's probably what a lot of people are thinking what what i'm supposed to do with this piece of information jesus i'm telling you i'm telling you they've been they've been priming us for what the last five years with like more ufo sightings and then uh just like nope check out that recap they changed it from UFO to like UAP. So be mindful of that. And I mean, I can't believe I'm going to talk about him at 45. Talking about we're going to start some intergalactic, what is it? Uh, branch of the military. I'm just like, goodness gracious. That's why what we are got Space saying? Force on Netflix, which I actually really liked that show. Thank you, Steve Carell. But... Yeah, I'm just, I just got to let it breathe. Like, I don't want to acknowledge it until there's more information out because I'm not somebody who wants there to be aliens. I think the possibilities uh. of them existing <laughs> are super high, just like with Very. a lot of supernatural things that I feel are real as well. And, and I, you know, right now there's nothing I can do. So I'm just going to let that breathe. I love that. I, I The last thing I will say on this uh, <laughs> rabbit hole is... You know, the fact that there's so many galaxies, even within our Milky Way, to think that we're the only, like, beings is just a bit short-sighted. I mean, I think most people would conclude that there is a strong possibility. It's just a matter of what does that mean? What does that look like? What does that mean for us? Because as are terrible, we behind? Are we as terrible as we are to each other, only imagine what another species coming here is going to do. So, you know. If. They're not already here. <laughs> you know, if I speculate, Trump may be amongst them. So <laughs> force put here to destroy us all. There you go. All right, Delora, let's move on to our it next headline. Tori Kelly. Yes, please, please, please. Um, So last week we talked about Ariana Grande and her separation from her husband. And just like that... Within the span of a week, Ariana Girl J Lo Grande <laughs> has already moved on to her next boot thing. This man, though, Ethan Slater, in an article I'm seeing from Yahoo Entertainment, reportedly told his wife he wanted a divorce just days before news broke of their romance. They are co-stars in Wicked together. Yep. And apparently have been getting cozy. I mean, it the news broke about Ariana's split from her husband, Dalton, but that was supposedly back in January and she gave him the green light to start dating. So I guess, and she was like, I, got, I guess I got the green light to start dating. 
but the details of that are up for speculation as well as the details of this man's marriage are up for speculation because apparently his wife is completely blindsided by his decision so laura what do you think of your girl ariana j-lo grande is she my girl though (laughs) do we bop to some of her bops of course she has a phenomenal she, voice. I I fuck with Ariana Grande musically hard. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie at all. Personally, she's been messy for quite some time. Quite some time. The, internet, actually, the internet's pulled out them receipts too. Ashley, I was just about to say the internet are just like the people of Winterfell. The North remembers. You know, so in this one particular video, it goes all the way back to 20. 20- 13 with then that's when she was doing the acting on um nickelodeon she left one boyfriend for another apparently before she got with mag miller his girlfriend complained about her popping up big sean and his relationship with naya yeah naya put out a song naya put out a song about that exactly or her book maybe both it was one it It was was a book for sure it was the I yeah big Sean did the um you know the big I don't yeah which he said he regretted after Naya passed yeah yeah that was rough now that you look back at that song and that was his big one of his biggest hits that was my anytime that song came on like a bar oh my god I lost my mind I loved that song (laughs) it just went so hard but Naya didn't deserve it she didn't Especially if he out here with Ponytail, which is my other favorite code name for Ariana Grande on the internet. Well, I guess that's one of the things, too, that may be uh, bothering people is even with this situation now with Ethan, it seems like how she slides in and she gives the impression of being like just a friend, just a nice little supportive friend. Yes. And the next thing you know, she fucking your man. Because apparently this man's <laughs> wife and child came to set. She met them. She liked you know instagram pictures of them together and you just see it on in them cheeks he looks like Wee herman to me though i'm not gonna lie to you first that man looked like Wee herman to leave her husband for him was a bit of a shocker just looking at face value like they they honestly does she have a type because i mean all of her men i wonder what she's attracted to in particular because he's also spongebob from broadway and i'm like talent i'm not knocking the the hustle but annoying probably and i'm just joking i don't know I that mean, man you know that voice alone i'm sure um, it's talent though and sometimes you meet people and it doesn't matter what they what the physical is it's like just this spark it's this chemistry yes, type thing absolutely and that's another I thing agree. she has a common with j-lo j-lo be all over the place with her man too there's no one standard j-lo man mold Ooh, that's true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ariana j-lo grande <laughs> Well, anyway, I hate to see homes broken up and hearts breaking over overlap. So especially what's, what's in his saying? case, he got a baby. Exactly. But what's that saying? It's like um, you lose them how you get them or something like that. I don't know. That's usually used to deter people from cheating. <laughs> so I think Ariana uh, abides by this above all to thine own self be true. If it's for me. <laughs> It's going to be mine. What's her one song? Break up with uh, your girlfriend because I'm bored. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of that. <laughs> Whether she's the true villain 
of both life <laughs> and wicked only time will tell <laughs> oh my gosh i cannot wait for that movie by the way i cannot wait and there's two of them oh yeah y'all are gonna be sick of me y'all thought y'all saw a bunch of barbie and little mermaid stuff <laughs> like wicked <laughs> i need the tea from cynthia revo i wish i was friends with her i'd be like cynthia listen feel it what's going on on the set Oh, Jonathan would be even fun to get the tea. Oh, from I'm well. sure. I'm sure. Both of them. <laughs> let's have tea and let's get the tea. It would be awesome. I know that was corny, but whatever, guys. I'm tired. All right, Delora, let's get into our last headline. <laughs> Girl, this Kevin Spacey trial. I think we talked about Kevin Spacey before when he was dealing with the charges against him in the US, but the charges he has as of the day we're recording, been now cleared of are um, from a UK trial. So he was found not guilty of nine charges of sexual assault, indecent assault, and the most serious charge causing a person to engage in penetrative sexual activity. Cleared of all these charges, it took the jury 12 hours over a two and a half day time span to come to their decision. Spacey was moved to tears after the verdict was read out and he made a statement and this, this and that. But Delora, you and I talked about prior to recording that one of the um, strange things, not even strange, but suspicious, I would even say, in my opinion, things to come out of. And I'm reading this from Variety article is that it literally says in an unusual move after the trial's conclusion, five of the jurors waited outside the courthouse to see if they could meet the actor in person. After some discussions with his manager, the group comprised of four men and one woman walked back with him into the courthouse where Variety understands Spacey thanked them and at one point made a brief bow towards them with his arms crossed across his chest. I mean... I guess when I read that, it's not to say that you can't admire someone and possibly still be impartial. But to me, the fact that five jurors were potential fans and so much so that they would wait after to meet him is glaring. It's not a good look, Ashley. And I said this offline, too. I'm not familiar with UK's legal system and what the expectations are, but you know, here in America, what we know is a jury of your peers. And it doesn't sound like these people were his peers. <laughs> they were out here wanting to shake his hand. You know, Kevin Spacey, after he lost his show due to these allegations, both, uh, you know, here in the States and London, he's really fallen off my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested to see if he's gonna want to make a comeback after you know allegations have been dropped or him being found non-guilty again it's not like you can have double jeopardy but again i is that an american thing is that is there something similar that's a good question or equivalent over at the uk but uh yeah this this was an interesting finding and (sighs) You know, you wonder why people question the legal system after seeing what you mentioned, like people walking up to him and him thanking them like, what? This seems weird to me. Exactly. And it would make me think that there needed to be 
um, a retrial or something like that if I were the prosecution. Again, to your point, we don't know the law of the land and how things really work over in the UK. But as a prosecutor, if I saw that, I would say, hmm, this may be grounds for a retrial because it doesn't seem like that jury may have truly been impartial. Um, to wrap up this article, Variety says that the acquittals are yet another victory for Spacey, who won a $40 million civil lawsuit brought by actor Anthony Rapp last October because Rapp had accused him of sexual battery um, back in 1986. Mm. I guess it's one of those cases for me, too, where just because you are found not guilty does not mean that my opinion has really shifted because mm, I can't right. say what did or did not happen. But to me, based on the number of people who have come forward, based on the seriousness of some of the allegations, things like that, it still just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So even if Kevin Spacey does make a comeback, I'm not sure that I will be someone who will jump to support his work. So well said, Ashley. That's just my two cent kids. All right, Delora, let's move on to our two hot topics. Carly Russell, as we know, back um, like mid-July, claimed that she had seen a child on the side of the highway and called 911, called family, and then was disconnected and was not seen or heard from thereafter. There was a 49-hour search for her. She turns up um, at her parents' house. Um, with it, some version of an account, the police, by the time they investigators, by the time they really get into it, seem to have strong doubts to the validity of the claim she's made. And as of the time we're recording, she has admitted that she had lied about being abducted, Delora, and about all of the events. So most, most glaring pieces of evidence that came out was she had done searches online prior to yes. her disappearance of yep. Taken, which is a film if Being you guys are unfamiliar with. Show, yeah, movie. if you guys are unfamiliar with um, basically the daughter's kidnapped, the father goes to try to hunt, hunt, track down where she was taken to and rescue her, all of that. She was searching about Amber Alerts. She had stolen some supplies from work and she had also made a target run. So there were things that just were not adding up. Um, the internet was speculating, but now that it's been confirmed, her boyfriend who had come out previously and seemed still supportive is now broken up with her. His sister has also made a statement and the police are deciding whether or not they're going to file charges against her. So Delora, what has been your reaction to the um, series of events about Carly Russell? So I remember when Carly's name started popping up on my social media and I looked into it. It was unnerving to hear that she was missing, but I'm not going to lie, Ashley. I wasn't as invested in this as I had been at previous, you know, iterations of missing people. And I say that because when she showed up, I think, I forget how long she was gone. How long was she gone, Ashley? Did 49, 49 hours. 49 hours, right. After a couple of days unharmed and okay I was just like well I'm grateful this seems unreal I pray that she'll be okay but it just I don't know it just didn't feel right in my soul <laughs> I'll just say that much that discernment um, huh yeah and when it came out that it was all a fraud my heart broke immediately because all I can think of is 
the family and friends of missing black women who one was triggered by this right to their family member wasn't able to make it home safely and three it's like you know you don't want any negative repercussion of like well that last girl didn't um wasn't true or was a hoax then we're not going to put the same amount of energy into the next missing black girl that that was all the pain and hurt that I felt when I found out that it was a hoax but I say all that to say I have no regrets for the type of coverage she got because any missing woman any missing person should get that type of traction that type of attention and I'm not going to be the people in the boy who cried wolf. If a person is missing, we're going to amplify their names until they're found. But it just saddens me that she was out here apparently needing some type of attention. That's that's the part that's still getting me is I need her to do a interview, press release, something to give me the psychology behind it. Because I'm just so curious as to what she envisioned was going to happen in this scenario. Um, I was concerned. I remember when I first was hearing about it, um, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so devious to use a child. And I know that that really does happen in actual abductions, but to use a child to lure this woman to potentially into sex trafficking and all this. And as people were coming out and saying, use this, put the same energy behind her y'all use for, you know, the folks that were in that um capsule that went down to the titanic wreckage and x y and z and i'm thinking like absolutely i mean absolutely she deserves to have huge national media attention so that she's found and when she when they said she came home i felt physical relief you know i'm saying i took a breath and i was like that's wonderful i'm so happy to hear it and then i started seeing speculation maybe it's lies and i was like oh no way why would she lie and then once the police came out with the timeline i was like oh wow this really was a tall tale. And then I just started wondering again, the why, the psychology behind it. What were you hoping for? Because I told you, and spoiler alert for anybody who has not watched Truth Be Told, but there was a storyline on this same thing in a season of Truth Be Told. Now, it was a white woman in that case, but she had basically eaten up all the media coverage looking for her instead of these black and brown women who were actually missing in California and so I just I need more I guess I still need more it's not done to me until I hear from her like I have the ex-boyfriend now saying because I bet he's embarrassed he is is. probably heartbroken but you got the internet girls being like (laughs) I got you boo because he's a cutie ain't nobody ain't nobody gonna lie he's a cutie (laughs) But if he really had no involvement, because that's another thing, are we sure? If he really had no involvement, I hope he is able to heal. Because I can only imagine, like I said, this has to be like heartbreaking as well as, you know, embarrassing because you're, said, that was your girlfriend. Dishonesty of it all. Yeah. yeah. Has to be just a mind fuck to a certain extent if you had never seen this pattern of behavior or have any understanding as to why she would have done this. So it's not over until I hear from her. I need to hear from her. I'm like, man, she really did a gone girl on us. You remember that phenomenon? Of course. I read the book and watched the film. Of Same. course. We should recap that movie. 
I'm, it doesn't have the same weight as it did when it first came out, but there was a moment. Rosamund <laughs> Pike get, is a chilling actress. I care a lot in that one. Like, she's chilling. And Ben played the husband so well, who was, like, so arrogant and, like, self-absorbed. <laughs> it's like, of course a woman would go missing under your watch. Like, oh, my God. That was a movie. It was. But yeah, that's that's overall my thoughts about it. Like, I I I will believe any black woman, any woman, any person who needs this sort of support to your same point in the future. This is not to sway me from feeling like the majority of people are telling the truth. I just want to know why this one individual did this and what she was thinking. She's only 25 years old. It's that uh what was the frontal cortex, the frontal lobe in that what? Isn't that what uh, Crystal kept saying for the perfect fine recap? Perfect fine. That frontal lobe needs to finish development. Okay. dumb black mama. Yes. Check out that recap if you guys haven't. But that's that's what I need. I just need to know why. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't fully develop until like 25, right? 25, 26. So she's in that. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's closing. Maybe whatever happens, it's it's on the path. But she just just fucked it up. She needs, she's going to need some serious counseling after this. Losing your job and everything. Or going to jail. Or potentially going to jail. So we'll see what happens. Let's move on to our final hot topic. Let's leave out on a fun note. We're going to talk about Barbie. First of all, (laughs) if you just Google Barbie, do you see what Google has done? Yes. Oh my gosh, guys. It's like marketing. Pink firework, little sparkles (laughs) coming up. The page turns pink. So if you Google Barbie, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and uh, Greta those are all the hot button searches yes, that does yes. it that's yep. amazing so barbie is a hit i mean was there really any <laughs> doubt that it was going to be after all the hype and hoopla and the barbie hammer and the fact that everybody was planning to do it if not just barbie the double feature situation so tis a hit i mean the movie became the biggest debut ever for a film directed by a woman after yes. earning a reported $162 million during its opening weekend. Um, I also was seeing an article, that's a People article, and an article from The Independent, Barbie has beat The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight held wow. a 15-year-old box office record. Um, wow. It was, yeah, it was surrounding... The 2008 Dark Knight original. And Barbie has surpassed it as it took in 26 million at the U.S. box office on Monday. So it beat its Monday highest ever gross release for a film by Warner Brothers. So that's the record that Barbie beat out from the Dark Knight, which is huge, especially because it was going up against Oppenheimer, which is another Christopher Nolan directed film. Exactly. but did you see the movie and did you enjoy it? So, Ashley, as you know, I was in Chicago uh, to see Beyonce. And me and my girlfriend, Tony, we were like, you want to see Barbie? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Why did we see Barbie the same day we went to Renaissance? Like, it was like oh, wow. hilarious. It was, a, it was a day. 
full day and it was a blast i think one of my favorite commentaries about the mass uh audience that came to see barbie they were like white women to barbie is black people to black panther like this was their black panther <laughs> moment coming in droves wearing pinks all variations of pinks and costumes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt like the film was very self-aware and everything was hilarious. But then the parts that tried to make like an overarching, you know, statement or theme, I felt like at parts, it took too long for them to get to the point for me. And I'm like, Mm. I see where you're going. I just need for you to pick it up just a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Margot Robbie, um, Ryan Gosling, and Ashley, my boo, Alan. Alan is my boo. <laughs> Michael Sierra brought it with his Alan. <laughs> he killed me with the line about NSYNC, though. I was like, first of all, put some respect <laughs> on NSYNC's name. Put some respect on NSYNC's name. I enjoyed it. Um, and the sets were fantastic. Like I want to go to Barbie Land so bad. Like I yo, felt such universal a, like, better be on it. I'm telling you, I felt like butterflies in my stomach when you go to Barbie Land initially. I'm like, this looks glorious. Like I want to step in here. I want to be on this set. It just brought me so much joy. But it was fun because I think it had been such a long time since you've seen and gone to something that's this highly anticipated. So you yes. had like that excitement of the crowd in the theater. And this yes. is the first movie in a long time that's not Marvel or anything that I remember we could Ooh. not get tickets for. Like we had to hurry Same. up because it was getting sold out everywhere. It's so funny that you say that because we were wanting to see it the day before Renaissance and all those tickets were sold out well into like 11 p.m. And I'm like, I'm not staying up for that. Exactly. And we ended up going to another theater that had that was a little bit bigger. We ended up waiting about maybe three, two to three hours for that showtime because the more recent ones were booked. But you know what was so funny? We were in our seats and the theater was like, empty and it was like three o'clock and we're like are people gonna show up and lo and behold everybody did show up and it was a packed theater but I'm Mm -hmm. like the movie starts at three I I'm not I don't risk (laughs) my movies you know what I mean like plus I want to see some of those previews like the Hunger Games uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes that's the first time I had seen that oh they showed it at ours that was the first time I had seen that full trailer they did the Beatle, the DC Beatle one. Um, mm-hmm. With Miguel from Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai! Overall, I think that the movie surprised me more pleasantly than I was even expecting. Like, I had really tried to stay away from the trailers, the teaser trailers, all this and that, because I wanted to go in cold. Though. Well, yeah. even the intro, I guess, had been a teaser, and I never saw yeah. that. And so I was like, you know, everything was a pleasant surprise for me. And the film not only amused me, but it had heart. And like, there were moments that I was like, am I about to tear up? Like, am I about to tear up Uh, at Barbie? Mm -hmm. Wow. And the performances were amazing. I really enjoyed both Barbie and Ken's storylines and like, trajectories because I really didn't didn't know we were getting with Ken. Yeah, I really didn't know we were getting with Ken. So no spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, but it's a ride. And I'm just glad it didn't disappoint me. 
Like, that's really all. Because I was really super excited to see this movie. And I was so happy to see my babies from Sex Education. There were three of them. Yes. um, In it. I was like, oh my goodness. I love this. Yes. Her her doppelganger. Which is one of them. Pitch perfect. I'm like, if, if. There was no opportunity to have some of Hollywood's most lookalikes to be in a film. <laughs> like this is one of them. I love I love everything. It was so whimsical and crazy and sane. And it actually kind of reminded me a little bit of everywhere, everything all at once. Um, in the sense of like not expecting that much heart in a mm-hmm. in a film that's supposed to be so out but, there yeah but fantastical at the same time so yeah yeah pleasantly and thoroughly surprised and enjoyable film i guess is the best way to say it without giving too much away guys because i know it's yeah. fresh and we yes. want to give you a chance to have that barbie experience for yourself but go out and check out this film if you haven't seen check it. check it out i know for me personally i wanted to see it opening weekend and i'm happy and i had the opportunity to do that absolutely much success much success guys that's very exciting people going back to the theater okay um delora so you know usually we talk about what we're going to recap for the people next week but we have something a little special what's going down next tuesday oh next tuesday i'm super excited we have an in conversation yes yes the wonderful, the talented Nicole Welch. She and I attended high school together. That's how we know each other. Shout out to South Lathrop High School, even though it no longer exists. <laughs> uh, but she's out here thriving in these Hollywood streets as a production manager. And Ashley and I had the most wonderful conversation talking about her journey and like lessons learned and her hopes for her career. I'm I'm really enjoying our conversations, our in conversations, Ashley, because we get perspectives from all the different elements of what brings a production to life. And I didn't know much about production management before Nicole. And boy, oh boy, our eyes have been open. It was such a great conversation. And every time we do them, I'm like, I get inspiration possibly most of all like if y'all are getting some nuggets from these things I feel it I get excited to hear people talk about their journeys and what they've gone through so we hope it translates and you guys enjoy them as much as me but I do want to say after I got a chance to hang out with Nicole I didn't realize that her brother is Michael Welch yes interior designer who is currently in the season of Hack My Home available on Netflix so even though we're not doing any hidden gems this week guys make sure you check out out, hack my home and support Nicole's brother Michael so I just wanted to give that shout out real quick but yeah hope you guys enjoy the conversation we're gonna have we have a lot we have more coming so we do excited about that as well always love Booked getting busy yeah always love getting these industry insider perspectives so guys that's it for us this week I hope you're having a great one I hope you have a great weekend and we will be back Looking forward to it. Share this episode with friends, family, loved ones. We so appreciate it. And be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye.